This is meteorologist Charles Roop from the WCTV Pinpoint Weather Team. And I'm meteorologist Hannah Messier with the WCTV Pinpoint Weather Team. And this is the second edition of Serious About Weather podcast. Uh, we're back a little earlier. We thought we'd give it a little bit of time to think about, you know, our next episode, but it looks like we already have a lot happening uh, as we get into Thursday now. Just to give you perspective for the information that we have with us, this was recorded around 530 Wednesday evening. So for the latest info, be sure to always go to our website, wctv.tv slash weather. And this is pertaining the severe weather threat we have for tomorrow. So a lot to talk about. We have that. Also, students preparing for severe weather, not necessarily this event, but for just other events in general. Right. Today we went to South Georgia to Valdosta, Lowndes Middle School, where they had their tornado drill as a part of Georgia's Severe Weather Awareness Week. The students all filed out of their classrooms when the principal announced that there was a tornado, a mer uh, tornado, you know, fake tornado warning mm -hmm. out for them. They all quietly filed out of their classroom. They huddled against the walls to, just like they would do if there was a real tornado warning. And for tomorrow, actually, schools have even started canceling. Now Leon County schools aren't canceled for tomorrow, but they have decided to cancel all extracurricular activities. So make sure to pick up your kid after school tomorrow because schools are a little worried about the severe weather potential for tomorrow. That makes me wonder though, what if there's some high schoolers listening to this? Pick yourselves up. No. <laughs> Drive home. <laughs> Drive home safely. Drive home um, safely. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but yeah uh, so Leon County, um, extracurricular activities canceled. Wakulla uh, well, County Schools will be releasing early for Thursday, 12-15 uh, for the middle and high, 1-15 for the elementary schools. Also getting word that Jackson County Schools will be closed uh, for Thursday. What else? Thomas County will be closed on Thursday too. Colquitt County schools were dismissed early. The, gift, the gifted students will be released at 11 a.m. Pre-K through the fifth grade will dismiss at 11.30. Middle will dismiss at 12.30, and high school will dismiss at 12.20. Uh, Decatur County School District says Spring Creek Charter Academy will be closed Thursday. Brooks County schools will dismiss early on Thursday, not exactly sure which time. Seminole County schools will be closed Thursday, and it goes down the list. You can always find these on our website, wct.tv and uh, have the latest school closings. There may be more, there may not be more as we go through beyond the recording of this podcast. So um, now what is the threat? Why are these schools being uh, closed? Some of these schools being closed. We do have a reasonable threat for severe weather. Not expecting a big outbreak or anything like that. Nothing like we had uh, three years ago, three January or four Januaries ago now, uh, back in 2017. But, you know, uh, there's a somewhat reasonable risk. Yeah, there is. Uh, we have the SPC from the Storm Prediction Center out in Norman, Oklahoma has issued an enhanced risk for parts of the Big Bend and South Georgia. What they're thinking is that we're mainly going to see straight line wind gusts be the most common threat with these storms. We're expecting a line of storms to move through tomorrow afternoon. I'd say between Noon and 5 p.m. is when the strongest storms are really going to make their way into the area. 
We also can't rule out the chance for a tornado or two. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, be safe. Pay attention to what's going on around you. There are so many different ways to get your weather information. The WCTV Pinpoint Weather app. Mm -hmm. You can always tune into the WCTV channel. We'll be covering the entire severe weather event for you. And then the NOAA Weather Radios, another really great tool. They are... I don't think they even require the internet to work because they're radios. Yeah. So just make sure it's programmed so that you get those alerts for your area, not for some other area, and that uh, your, notif your alerts are indeed turned on. And that's a really great resource. Uh, may during a tornado warning, you know, I know all of you know what to do, you know. Interior room, always the best place to be during that warning, but... Did you, if you're in your car though, there's one thing I really want to point out not to do. Overpasses are not where you should be during exactly. a tornado. Yep. Overpasses are wind tunnels, just waiting for some wind. And tornadoes are a great source of wind. So don't hang out in that overpass. Actually, your car, not a good place to be during a tornado. Uh, make sure to, if, if you're in a tornado warning in, in your car on a road, I suggest pulling over and making sure you get into one of those buildings uh, off the road. That's, that's your best bet because cars... There's so tornadoes like to put wooden beams through cars and other projectiles. So maybe not go be in your car during a tornado warning. Uh, but straight line wind gusts can honestly be just as a threat as tornadoes. They can really blow uh, anything outside around, turning it into a projectile. So basically, if you're in any kind of severe warning, tomorrow or during the entire severe weather season. Make sure you are inside your house. Lightning is also a severe threat that is often overlooked. You don't want to be outside thunder roars. You go indoors because if you can hear the thunder, you can get struck by the lightning. Yep, and uh, uh, one thing I want to point out too, uh, of course, mobile homes. That's a big oh, thing right yeah. here too. Um, now, it, it's tough. I've been asked questions before, you know, should we go to a hotel? You know, should we do this? And I, 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 I say that with caution because I don't know your situation. I don't know if you can afford to leave. I don't know what your situation is. But um, uh, do you bet if let's just say this, a mobile home is not a place to be when a tornado warning is uh, in place for your location. So. Uh, if there's a community shelter, I would take advantage of that. If you have the opportunity to stay away from home uh, with your family, you know, someplace where it's going to be safer to be in, I would take advantage of that. Uh, but, yeah, if, uh, I, let's just say a mobile home is not the best place to be during a tornado because it is not anchored to the ground. Um, uh, like, a, like, a, like a standard, you know, mm -hmm. foundation home, let's just say that. Now, do some uh, mobile home parks maybe have a severe weather shelter mm -hmm. on property? So maybe make sure you know where that is, and if your mobile home park has one, and then head over there. Yep. Uh, so things to keep in mind as we get into the severe weather threat for Thursday. The, the, the SBC outlook has changed a little bit from the morning release for Thursday. It looks like now, I would say, uh, almost... All Almost the entire viewing area, just about. Actually, yeah, so the, the entire, entire viewing area. Yeah, the is entire under that viewing area. I keep, I keep staring at this, and yeah, they, it looks like they put the whole entire viewing area under hands. That is a level three out of five, and uh, you know, we us we usually see one or two 
three, it's kind of hard to come by around these parts. Yeah. Uh, even the severe outbreak I mentioned from 20, 2017, that was a high risk. We rarely see that in these parts. So uh, that, was, uh, that was an exceptional event. And I hope I don't see anything like that for a very long time. Um, but uh, this is a level three out of five, so which means there are elements to the forecast that would make this threat a bit higher. Now, Hannah, you did some analysis this morning when we posted our recent story on the web for the tornado threat. What were you picking up on? I was picking up on what a big upper level disturbance was associated with this system coming through. There's a pretty good amount of energy moving in through the area. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize this, but the atmosphere is just one big kind of air ocean. It's a fluid. Oh, yeah. So think of this upper level wave as if you were taking your hand and pushing it through the water or a lake. And all that wave that kind of forces all of that uh, water up is really similar to what we're seeing with this storm. Um, wave is pushing all of that air into our area and pushing it all of it up and that's going to be what's really fueling a lot of these storms for tomorrow. Also, we were talking about the shear associated with these storms tomorrow. Shear is basically how much spin is in the atmosphere. The more the atmosphere can spin, the more likely it is to get those rotating thunderstorms, the supercells, and those tornadoes. Yeah. You have the directional shear and you have the speed shear. Mm -hmm. uh, directional being, you know, the winds will change with heights and the speed, the wind speeds will change with height. In this case, you know, it's looking like based on some of the parameters, you have a little bit of both. And that will definitely uh, set the stage for some of these stronger, uh, for more rotating thunderstorms at least, that have the potential to produce tornadoes. Uh, so those are th those are some of the elements to keep in mind. Some of the th elements that are a little bit lower on the plane, and this all depends on how much breaks in the clouds we get tomorrow, uh, is the instability. Some models are going for a little bit more, or, or energy, I should say. Mm -hmm. Some models are going for a little bit more, some are going for a little bit less. Uh, but I think the biggest takeaway is the amount of uh, shear, the dynamics, the movement of the air, if you will, some of that you talked about already. Uh, are going to be the main uh, drivers for this. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why the SPC is putting a level 3 out of 5 for pretty much the entire viewing area at this point. As of this update, could change as we get to Thursday. Another reason why to keep checking our website as we get into Thursday morning into the afternoon when we expect this to kind of start kicking in uh, parts of our area. But still, uh, a reasonable threat. Mm-hmm. But it's really easy to stay safe during a severe weather threat. Uh, you know, just pay attention to what's going on. Mm -hmm. Don't uh, block out the world. I mean, with everyone's pretty good at staying connected nowadays. So that should be, you should be able to check that box off. And then the, the more difficult part, at least for me, is to not go, oh my gosh, the best storm ever is outside, and run out there with my phone and immediately start taking pictures and video. So that's not what you're supposed to do during severe weather, unfortunately. Don't be like me. Uh, make sure to stay inside your house and uh, pay attention to what's going on around you while you're in that house, in that interior room. A great excuse to maybe have family game night on a Thursday. Yeah. And, you know, one thing you mentioned, too, is the damaging wind threat. It's going to be the biggest in the tornadoes. It usually, it usually is the case. Uh, one thing to keep in mind is... Uh, in 2017, January 2017, we had two severe weather, two separate severe weather events. I think one was in the middle of the month, one was later in the month. And the middle month uh, one was the, uh, yeah, we had tornadoes. 
but we also had a lot of damaging wind events and there were caused more deaths i believe than the actual tornadoes at the time so people think oh you know it's only dangerous when the winds are twisting and throwing things yeah that's true but these thunderstorm winds pushing above 60 miles an hour it caused a lot of damage especially some of the weaker structures especially the trees uh, so, yeah, another, if this is a severe thunderstorm warning, you know, definitely take it seriously. Just mm -hmm. stay inside, stay away from windows, say, put as much between you and the outside as possible. Uh, it's, you know, it's not that the wind is blowing, it's just sometimes your neighbor's chair will be out in the yard and it hits the window, crashes through the window, and they get shards of glass flying through the air and all sorts of other hazards. So, uh, do take these uh, warnings when they come in seriously. Don't panic, just know what to do when. Uh, we are when you're placed in that situation. Another thing to remember is after the storms passed by, doesn't mean you're out of the woods because downed power lines are going to mm -hmm. be a problem. So you don't want to step outside your house just to get you know stuck in the debris left behind. So make sure to listen to emergency managers afterwards. Mm -hmm. Emer especially on social media, they'll be pretty active and then pay attention to what we are going to say on the news yep. as different alerts come out about cleanup after storms. Yeah, it's not just, you know, it's say if there's severe weather and we have to break in the programming for instance, you know, to cover it or if it even happens during our newscast, uh, once we get not, not just listen to what's the, what's happening with the weather right now, what you should be doing, but also for the reports that may come in from emergency management or city or county officials uh, to say, once information is related to our newsroom, we'll pass it along, listen to what they say in terms of, you know, uh, whether it's traffic pattern changes or power lines down or whatnot, you know, uh, and especially in heavily damaged areas, uh, road crews may need to work and you don't want to be a disruption to them, disruption to crews, disruption to first responders. So uh, if, if an event were to take place, uh, just stay clear of the area so let them do their jobs. Yeah. Um, so those are uh, a few things to keep in mind. Uh, but we did talk, well, we did see some students today very organized, you know. Uh, I was impressed. Yeah, they, uh, we went, again, we went to Lowndes Middle School, the south of, uh, southern part of Valdosta. And uh, we got to see their tornado drill. The, the principal made an announcement just after 8.30 for the drill saying there was a, a, tornado, a, watch. a tornado watch. And, you know, of course, it's a drill. Um, and then around uh, 9 o'clock, the announcement went on the intercom. There's a tornado warning. Uh, and then that's where all the students quietly walked out of the classrooms, went to the hallway, and just covered their head and cover their body as much as possible for the potential, you know, flying debris or anything like that. So the hallway is the best place to be, puts as much, much of the way of layers between you and the outside world as possible. And, you know, they did a fantastic job today. So uh, good to see that and plan in action because you just never know. I mean, yeah, keep in mind, some schools are still open tomorrow. So uh, there's a potential. I'm not saying there is exactly, but, you know, some – if a, if a tornado were to happen and, you know, hit near a school, you know, they at least they're prepared. They know what to do. Yep, and that's that's all you really need to do to prepare. Yep. Just make sure you are, know what's going on and you'll be fine. Yep. All right. So, I mean, yeah, this meant, this is meant to be a really short podcast uh, to kind of uh, uh, give you a little more uh, insight of what's happening here weather-wise and what we're expecting. So, again, stay tuned to us as we get into Thursday 
And stay weather aware, stay safe out there, and uh, be sure to check our coverage online and on air uh, over on WCTV and WCTV.TV. Until then, meteorologist Charles Root. And meteorologist Hannah Messier. Catch you later.